What if the experience, the relationship, or the situation that you thought you've healed and put in the past isn't really over? What if your success in your professional and personal life are directly tied to that experience and limited by that unresolved pain, hurt, disappointment, or trauma? Then make sure you listen in to today's episode of I Am Vibrant with our guest, Heidi Day, because we'll be talking about how you can fulfill your purpose and make the biggest difference in the world by first healing your past and then blueprinting your future. It's all happening on this episode of I Am Vibrant. Hello, and welcome to the I Am Vibrant podcast. My name is Leah Lund. I'm a vibrant energy coach, and I guide burned out entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, women on a mission on how to release your energy blocks, restore your vibrancy, and tune your frequency to expand your capacity so that you can level up your business and your life without sacrificing your health, your family, or your fun. And in this episode, I have a really special guest that I'm going to introduce in just a minute. And she is here as part of our special interview episodes here on I Am Vibrant. And the interview series is called From Breakdown to Vibrant Woman, Real Women's Stories of Becoming the Powerful Creator of Their Dream Reality. Before I jump into this, I do want to Uh, And before I introduce our guest today, which is Heidi Day, I also want to let you know that the doors are open for the Vibrant Woman. And if you act quickly, there's an early enrollment savings right now and a bonus. So if you've noticed that the pace that you've been keeping is starting to have a detrimental effect on you, or maybe it's been having an effect for a long time on your physical, your mental, and your emotional energy, stamina, your happiness, and you're interested in jump-starting your energy and rewiring your sabotaging patterns that have drained you, um, now is the time to take a look and book a call with me to discuss potentially joining me for The Vibrant Woman. That link is in our show notes. And for those listening, it is a bit.ly. So it's just bit.ly forward slash VW Clarity Call. So now, without further ado, I would love to introduce you all to Heidi Day. Heidi is a transformation coach and a trauma to transformation coach, excuse me, and a dear friend and someone who never stops inspiring me. Um, First of all, Heidi, I want to say welcome. Thank you so much for squeezing this into your busy schedule with all that I know you hold and support and do in your personal life, in your career and for others. I just want to thank you for making time to be here today. Absolutely. It is my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, so many things I want to ask, but first of all, I'm going to give a little, little background. So I define burnout as stuck life force or blocked life force, because as, as I know you believe as well, we are energy, we are moving energy at all times. And um, you really specialize Heidi in overcoming a specific type of block to our life force, which is trauma. And through that work, you also support individuals and groups in growing emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. So, and I've heard you say before that trauma is universal. It's something we all have and that it occurs on a continuum. 
And you have a Heideism that I love that is your definition of trauma. So can we start there? Would you mind sharing your definition of trauma? Yes, yes, yes. So absolutely. Trauma is something that happens on a continuum. It's not about a zip code or a place in life. And so my definition of that is any negative experience that changes how we see ourselves and how we walk through the world. So in that, what we understand is that, you know, all of us have these experiences that at the end of them, we're like, oh, wow, like that, you know, that's a game changer. You know, we, we, we mentioned things like that, right? Um, and it's dialing into the fact that we're going to reduce the idea that this is something that is shameful. This is something that only they have. Um, but we get to step into this space if what if everybody has something to heal and what we most want is on the other side of that healing. Amazing. Um, what came up for me, as you said, that is the energy we put into hiding our trauma and then the reactional energy that comes when we don't think about somebody else having the trauma too. Ooh, so good. (laughs) That was so good. Of course, of course, that's how you saw that because you are brilliant. Um, and one of my mentors and guides, um, So yeah, what you described is what I would kind of call as the trauma trap, right? Mm. So instead of doing our healing work, we begin a scheme to cover up, to deny, Mm -hmm. to minimize, right? We go through all of these things that we do in order to allow us not to feel it. And for the women that I most get to serve, these are women, basically, Leah, that have achieved great success and they've paved their path to success, trying to outperform their pain. Mm. Yes. Outperform their pain and maybe outrun. Outrun, <laughs> outperform. outperform. Yeah. Um, but, but particularly the, the performance piece. And the reason that I highlight that is there are women that we see that we're like, wow, how do they have it all? How do they do it all? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And they are doing so very much because success is their anesthesia. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then just the, the culmination or the uh, culmination of like the effect of that as one woman's doing that and another person sees another woman sees that. And then another person feels like they have to keep up the same game. And it, it's just this, uh, it just grows. And what we're, yeah. what I'm hearing you say is we all have it. And, and it's um, celebrate yourself for where you are and all that you've accomplished. And, and then, then you can let go, then you can let go and stop hiding and stop putting up the, the facade um, yeah, as, as yeah. an anesthetic, as an, it's anesthetic. Just an anesthetic. And so, you know, what happens when we can dial into the fact that, okay, I'm collecting trophies and these trophies, um, the, the trap of it is it feels good. And we do have a lot of great, you know, chemicals that happen in our brain when we win. 
dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin, all of these different things, these really good um, neurotransmitters that happen at different periods of our lives. And we're like, okay, yes, I feel better for a moment. It's like you feel better until you don't yeah. because it's not sustainable. It's just a temporary fix to a very systemic issue. So it then bleeds into relationship issues and it bleeds into, um, you know, physical, lots of physical challenges and it bleeds into these other spaces. And it's like on one, it's like we're lopsided on one side, life looks great and amazing. And there's, there's so much success, but what's under it and what at success at what cost? Yes. Yes. And in your work, both with individuals, and I know you do a lot of work with organizations uh, as well, how do you see this show up, even in subtle ways? Oh, boy. Um, so let's, let's talk about the individuals first. Within individuals, okay. um, we see people who are overwhelmed. We see people who, as you talked about earlier, you know, that whole idea of being burnt out, uh, relationship emptiness, inability to really connect um, on an intimate level, um, health, all kinds of, of health issues and often health issues that can't be pinpointed, right? Like they, they're like, I've been going to the doctor, I've been having this issue. They thought it was this, they thought it was that. And we know that our issues show up in our tissues. Mm-hmm. And so when we do the work, we are able to get into that place of like resolving so many things, not just um, healing our past. So what I basically talk about with, with clients is that we're going to do work to do trauma resolution and healing your past while we're blueprinting your future so that you can know what you actually want and live that. So that's with the individuals. On, on the larger side with organizations, what we see is you know, I often will get called in for like conflict resolution mm-hmm. or I'll get called in for diversity, equity and inclusion conversations. Um, and even, you know, at, which spans so many different you know, things in our societies these days. Right. It's like it's really expansive what what that looks like um, and even underperformance. Right. So at work, we don't it's a little bit different when we look at the organizations because there you have people who are, um, oh, there is a term and give me a moment and I will get, get it to you. It's, it is not where you are, you are, you're present, but you're not there. They are, but not there. They actually have a, they've coined a term, term for it. And that is the kind of mentality that you have with folks that are just like done they're just done, right? And how do you get buy-in again um, within an organization, within a company? Wow. Yeah. And I was thinking, um, I was trying to recall exactly how you put it about success just a few minutes ago, but, um, you know, success, but not success in a way. Underperformance, sometimes underperformance still looks like performance too, I would imagine. And, you know, it's that under-indexing. It's that what is the potential if all of this were dealt with and released and the energy was circulating and moving and, um, and pe- everybody in an organization was in a much more open flowing um, state of being. 
trusting. So that's, trusting. Kind of, that's Ooh, yeah. one of the big pieces that we see, right? Is that what, um, in, in all pieces of this, it really comes down to trusting. Do I trust myself? Mm-hmm. If I have the capacity to trust myself and only when I can trust myself, can I trust you? Wow. Say that again. Yeah. Only when I have the capacity to trust myself, am I able to trust you? And that goes the same with many different pieces. That's the same in this space. Only when I love myself, can I love you? Only when I forgive myself, can I forgive you? And so the piece of this, often when I get to work with you know, folks that are really successful, I'm like, yes, and your professional development will not and cannot outpace your personal development. Personal. Yeah. It just, period. Like it, it just can't. You know, it just can't. And so mm-hmm. even for the people that are very successful, it's like you have great curb appeal, but mm-hmm. once somebody begins to open up those doors, that's when the truth comes out. And it's like your success and miserable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and you, your past has taught you that what alleviates the pain um, is more success, but it, it's just, it's just that merry-go-round, right? And so being able to help people really uh, create a new definition of success, of wholeness, um, healing, and joy, you know, because happiness is temporary and circumstantial and joy is intentional. Yeah. I love Deepak says happiness for a reason is just another form of misery, right? Because that reason can change if you're banking it on something that is like, like quicksand, like shifting, it it can be gone in a flash as opposed to the true joy that you speak of. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I say. When folks work with me, the women that I work with, we do the work so that they can smile and mean it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is, I know you, you've talked into here how you can use the pain of the past as a catalyst for yes. transformation, as a catalyst for your true success, as a catalyst for your sustainable success. And what I would love to have you share now is how you came to learn this. Uh, because, you know, sometimes when such wisdom, you're speaking such wisdom here that, um, you know, a a listener could say, wow, she's really got it all together. She has it all figured out. She must've just come out that way. Right. Cause that's how we look at other people and say, oh, you know, they just were born with this knowledge and wisdom. And I, and I know that's not the case for anyone. So I would love if you would tell a little bit about your story and your journey to this point. Yes. Wow. Oh gosh, I was born fighting and um, my, my parents came very close to uh, terminating the pregnancy with me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I, I definitely believe in, in epigenetics and I believe that how we come into this world matters. Um, and so literally, I, you know, my, my mother came into this, she was sent to terminate the pregnancy and she said no at, you know, at the time. And the reason why I think that that is significant is the beauty of that is this resilience, 
that, you know, it's like, it's like the weeble wobble. I weeble and I wobble, but I don't fall down, right? And just keeping mm-hmm. to keep going. Um, and everybody makes whatever choices that they make with within their, what's best for them. And so with my mom, that was the choice that she made. And um, however, you know, it, it has been a challenging, I, I know what I know because I have, taken myself through this process of healing, um, coming from a family where abuse was rampant, physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, financial abuse, um, and just having, you know, really a lifetime of living through this and coming out of it and saying, you know, I, I want to be better and not bitter. I mm-hmm. want to be able to um, bring purpose to this pain. And so initially um, in my twenties, I founded a nonprofit that supported victims of domestic violence and then sexual assault and female veterans with the first coaching program of its kind. This was back in 2003. And, um, you know, I just felt like that, that these women deserved um, this high-end commodity that could change their life. And it was a 12-month program and really had great success. And it was from there, I, I would be at the Ritz-Carlton hosting one of my events, right? These are fundraisers that I would do to be able to support the work that I was doing. And I'd have women just like you and me. And they'd come to me and whispered in hushed tones and they would say, ah, oh, what you're doing for these women is so amazing. I wish I had something like this for me. Hmm. And that is how my current practice, Well Healed, was was seeded because I realized that we are all hurting at different levels and it looks different depending on our zip code, our education, the color of our skin, the what have you. Um, And so I, I just realized that this work that I get to do had a much broader appeal. So And, and I will say this for myself and for my clients, and I know we're, we're, we're not um, visual here, but if you can imagine in your mind's eye, a tornado that my belief practice experience of healing is that at the top of the tornado, it's a large circumference and it's picking up a lot of shit along the way. It's very, it's all of this stuff is swirling. And it's, it's out of control. And as you get down further, it gets a little bit tighter and it gets a little bit tighter and it gets a little bit tighter. And our healing journey never ends. It just has a shorter circumference so that we're picking up less stuff and it takes us less time to come back to who we know ourselves to be. So that going around in that circle is like, oh, okay, I'm not completely deregulated for the week. I recognize that's a trigger. Okay, felt that, and we're going to keep it moving. And that's the journey that we get to go on and one that I am still on. Well, you just took a question <laughs> right out of my mouth. I was I was going to ask, are we ever healed? Um, you know, and you really spoke to that. And I, I agree completely that it's levels and layers. And I love the visual of the tornado um, because... It, it feels like a tornado at times, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the beginning of the work, mm-hmm. especially, especially too. I want to say this for our, our listeners that especially when you first start to do the work, 
You know, I know for me, when I walked away from corporate, I had everything really zipped up and, you know, tied up nicely and neatly in my corporate existence, that everything was, was fake down to my long blonde hair. (laughs) That if you, for those uh, who've not seen me, uh, I'm exactly the opposite naturally. And so my long blonde hair, you know, was fooling probably no one, but I had this nice zipped up appearance. And when I walked away from that because of the stress, the pressure, I I hit the wall where I couldn't do it for one more day. And I thought I would feel better. I actually felt so much worse. Yes. And and I think it was because that was now I have an image for it. That was the start of the tornado. So it was like that. Why I was in the wide part of that sphere where I was, all my shit was coming back up again, like decades and decades of shit was coming back up again. And, and it's, um, it's intense. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> yes, it, it really is. And it is something that um, it, we get to be supported. Mm-hmm. We get to be supported in, in that. And, you know, it's funny because the more healing that I do, the more support I get. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and it's because I, and I'm like, oh no, I need, you know, I have a, an emotional intelligence mentor. Um, I have a business coach. I have a uh, trauma mentor teacher. Um, you know, I'm like, I'm constantly collecting you, you know, you are definitely one of my soul mentors. Like you just speak to my soul. And so being able to have these people in different, you know, in different um, iterations, it doesn't always Mm -hmm. look the same. And what I say with my clients is um, this relationship, the way that I coach, it is, it is a lifetime partnership. There will be times where you will be paying me and there are times that you won't be but Mm. I will always be there for you. I love that. And that is so who you are as a human. Like I I know your heart and I know that of you and um, what a beautiful way to express that to your clients when they begin the journey with you. Yeah. 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 So um, I have just a couple other questions and, and one is you've already shared a few things, but in particular, if, what advice would you share for somebody listening right now who has survived a lot in their life, who has overcome a lot, who has, quote unquote, made it, you know, they're, they're on the other side of the deepest and the most intense, mm-hmm. um, and yet they've hit a block? Um, so blocks healing and I, I don't know for some reason I'm I'm led to speak on this healing and forgiveness are lifetime journeys and therefore you will hit blocks it, it, it is not you know sometimes we have this thing where we believe oh I'm going to do my work and I'm going to forgive my mother or forgive you know my ex-husband or forgive whatever and it's a one-time thing and I get to do it and I absolve myself and them of the whole thing and it's done it's only done until you get triggered again until you bump up again to hurt against a hurt spot and then it's like you're like did I forgive them what's going like why why is it still hurting if I you know I cried I wept I bathed myself I set in the, the, the moon of the, whatever, like whatever thing that you do to, in your forgiveness space, we get to do it again. 
We get to just do it again. We get to just do it again, rinse and repeat and continue to do it. Remember, because it's not a destination. And so the thing that I would say is don't believe that it's ever done. That's number one. It's not done. It just gets so much easier. So I can talk about now um, my molestation or the attempted rape or whatever. And I can do so without having nightmares, without having self-deprecating thoughts or any, I, I can, I can speak on it now, not because it's okay, but because I'm okay. Mm. I'm okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and I can still even mourn for the little girl and for the young lady that experienced those things, but I am not her. Today I am safe, today I am well. So it, it's going to continue to happen. Um, the, the triggers, the things, they very well may continue to happen and it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. The second piece is walking in what you need most. So earlier I mentioned the idea of, you can't give away what you don't have. And us as women, we're like, oh, you know, I have three children. My kids are 13, 12, and seven. I have three kids, two dogs, and a husband. You probably hear one of my dogs right now. <laughs> <laughs> and as much as I love all of the people and entities in my life, what I know is that I can't love them more than I love myself, even as even though we're taught, oh, I just am this self-sacrificing mom and I give everything I have, I, I um you know, have want to my kids. I give it all to my children. You can't do it. You really can't do it. And you're only fooling yourself and you're creating resentment for yourself and with them in that process. So take care of you. That would be the, the second thing. Love yourself the way you want to be loved. Forgive yourself the way that you want to be forgiven. Um, you know, and take, learn to love you so that you can teach others to do the same. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So my final question. So really you're, you're helping us see each other, see ourselves, but see each other and, um, form these synergistic connections. And you say through creating synergistic connections, change is inevitable. And so how do you feel that this healing work that being well healed will change our world? Mm -hmm. Standing for a source of a transformed world. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, here is the deal, right? Hurt people hurt people. Healed people heal people. So how does it transform the world if I am whole? and I then am spreading my whole light, then my light, it's, it's, it's like this, con it's contagious, right? It, it's, the, it's the positive contagion. Um, and then it, it just spreads and it spreads and it spreads. And we put ourselves in the space, you know, studies say that our, these, these, our stories go on for seven generations. The impact of our stories go on for seven generations. So you can imagine, you know, my story versus my ancestor's story, right? And where I am and how I believe and how I live and how I get to go through life. So it just, it multiplies in that way. And that is how we heal. We, we 
heal the world by healing ourselves. We start, I know it sounds so cliche, but really it does. It starts within. And once I've given it to myself, then I have it to give to others. And I give others permission to have it for themselves, right? Marion Williamson talks about that. As you're liberated from your own fears, you unconsciously liberate other people. That is well healed. That gives me chills. And, and Heidi, I just, I wanna thank you so much for the work you've done on you and the work you've done in the world and for giving us all permission in this conversation to continue to expand and to heal ourselves. I couldn't agree more. That is, that is the way that the world will be healed. Um, our wholeness, you know, my company is one whole health, whole health, because my health is your health and your health is my health. And, and we, we really are one. And so you are just such a bright, bright beacon Mm -hmm. in in our world and I thank you so much for being here and I want to be sure to let our listeners know and this will be in the show notes but for those of you that are just listening HeidiDay.net is your website Uh, Heidi gives a signature talk your story matters the secret to a well-healed life Um, and you're also the author of New Day trauma-informed workplace readiness which is both a curriculum and a workbook for those struggling in the workplace, those conflicts in the workplace that are all the aftermath of personal traumatic experiences. And lastly, I think you have a gift too for our listeners. I do, I do, I do. Um, So often we get tripped up because we have a, a blind spot. And so I'm giving your listeners their own personal mirror their own personal emotional healing archetype mirror and it's a fun tool that i created and it is it can be found and it'll be in the show nuts show notes well healed h-e-a-l-e-d dot live slash quiz well healed yep dot dot live slash Quiz. Quiz. Yeah. And it's just a really great tool so that you can begin to see. Um, we all have the way that we do things and we have a way that we heal. We have a way that we cope. And if we know what our way is, then that's the first step in being able to start the journey. Terrific. Thank you so much. So just going back real quick to something I started out with, um, Capacity. So Heidi and I both <laughs> teach and, and love and understand the importance of our capacity to handle life because otherwise we really just shut down if we don't have the capacity and our life force does get stuck. And trauma release is such a big part of building that capacity. And that's one of the things that we do in The Vibrant Woman is expand emotional capacity. So again, if you are interested in talking with me about the Vibrant Woman and potentially joining us for that, you can book a call with me at bit.ly, so B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash W-V for Vibrant Woman Clarity Call. And Heidi, again, I just thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here for everything that you do to help our world heal. Mm. I love I love you and I appreciate you and thank you so much. Love you too. I love you too. Thank you for asking me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's been so lovely speaking with everyone. I hope our listeners found this useful as a takeaway, share your story, start there, 
continue to invest time and attention on your well-being and your business will only benefit from it. And uh, if there's something you'd like me to cover in a future episode, you can email me also at Leah at one O-N-E whole health dot com. Lovely chatting with you and I will see you in the next episode of I Am Vibrant. <laughs> <laughs>